everybody, and welcome to the Mind Body Evolution podcast. We are so happy to have you here on this beautiful Monday morning. Um, how are you, Allison? Good. How are you? Doing good. I feel like I have had a productive day, which is good for me. That's awesome. 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 Me too. I had a very productive day. I'm excited. I um, posted a ebook. It's it's a uh, grateful journal in our Mind Body Evolution Facebook group. I hope people um, use it. Is it like a gratitude journal? Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so I did that today. Yes. That was, that was one of my productive moments. <laughs> it's good. Doesn't <laughs> it feel nice when, it, when it's one of those days where you have your to-do list, like you've planned it out, and then you actually complete it and do it and stay focused and nothing, nothing pulls you away from it or diverts you or, you know, no, nothing surprises you and you get to actually do what you need to do. Yes, it feels amazing. It's such a good feeling. It is. That's the kind of day I've had. So I'm, I am feeling amazing and feeling good. Uh, so do you want to start us off with one of your quotes this week? Yes. I actually posted this on my um, personal, um, well, not my personal, but my Instagram account for my well-being and vitality um, following. And um, it says, most people are living in an illusion-based on someone else's belief. And that's by Jen Sincero. She wrote the book, You Are Badass. And um, because I've been watching and listening as we evolve in this new world that's being created, and there's been so many people's and people's interpretation of others' opinions going around. And I see people living in those beliefs, even if they're not theirs. And it brought me back to um, our health. And I've been really thinking about our health and who is in control of our health. And what the only answer is, is ourselves, not doctors, not scientists, not Mm. the government, not anybody, but ourself. We are the only people responsible for our own health and our family's health. And we can start and make a change today towards living a healthy lifestyle, building our immune system, helping our anxieties, helping our stress levels um, by making simple changes. And um, to start with, it gets more complicated as you go along on the journey, like anything does. But the ultimate is we live in our own body, our own mind, nobody else. Nobody else's opinions should shape our belief system about our body and our mind we know our body nobody else you go to a doctor for um severe illness severe injuries and that's what they're for but they're not going to put a spoon in your mouth and feed you the right foods they're not gonna give you the teas to drink that are going to help your stomach feel better they're not gonna um do those things for you you have to do them yourself and it's about ultimate responsibility for your own health your own life living happy yeah no I agree I agree I I know that I have probably fallen under this at one time or another 
I feel like people, a lot of times when they don't want to own up to their own decisions, they use the excuses of what other people think or what other people have told them or said as, as an excuse to not try to do something different because it's challenging. So they use an opinion or a, or so if basically if somebody says, no, you can't, um, then they, they accept it. And I think you and I have spoken about this before, about there's some people that if, if they're told, no, you can't, then they just give up. And then there are other people that when they're told, no, you can't, they say, I will prove to you I can. And I think a lot of times it's just a, it's an excuse to not actually try harder to change your behavior because it's difficult. And especially when it comes to health and wellness, how many times have I started on a Monday, started over to eat for health, health this week and to you know exercise and staying the course is challenging and difficult. And it, for me, no matter when I start and if I fall off my wagon or my schedule, the only thing for me to, to do is to get back on. And I try not to chastise myself and say that was, uh, you know, how dare you, you didn't, you didn't succeed, therefore you just must stop. I always think that there's a way forward to succeed in your health goals and your eating goals, even if it's not a straight line, even if you're not perfect during the process. It's the little habits that you learn that, that slowly develop over time that are important. So I love this topic. I think I personally think um, opinions of other people can destroy so much in us, in our belief systems. And um, what is the phrase that I, I think I just used this this morning. Um, oh, what is this about? Um, <clears throat> oh, I can't remember it. Darn it. It's about shaming. I, <laughs> uh, it's going to come to me in just a minute. So anyway, while, while my uh, brain works on trying to remember what my saying is that I just used like two hours ago. Um, what do you think? Do you think it's the same that people use it as an excuse to just simply not try? I don't think they consciously use it as an excuse not to try. I think they're so conditioned and listening to the doctors and, and the scientists that um, they're afraid to deviate because they're afraid they're going to hurt themselves. They're afraid to get out of their comfort zone so it's easier to believe and listen to somebody else's beliefs and follow them than it is to make their own decisions and choices because it's about uncertainty they don't know what's going to happen and so some people yes it's an excuse straight up um but other people majority people i really think they don't know it's an excuse. I really think that they feel more comfortable. And most people like to stay in their comfort zone. Most people don't like to challenge themselves and do something different because they're afraid. And no one likes to live in fear. So they do what's comfortable. And back in the old days, like, let's get real. Back in the old days, um, people didn't go to the doctors because they had a common cold. Now, yeah someone gets a sniffle they're at the doctor's office and right. when with a cold it's about hydration and eating healthy and going through the course and letting it subside 
most people go to the doctor and they told drink water, eat healthy, sleep, it'll go away. <laughs> but they're not yeah. comfortable unless the doctor tells them. And I think in today's world, we need to get back to that. We need to be able to say, you know what, I just have a common cold. You know what? It's just my allergies. I don't need to go to a doctor. I need to take care of myself. I, I need to figure out anti-inflammatory foods to help my allergies subside a bit. Um, there's so many things that food plays a part in that people are not aware of anymore because they gotten so comfortable just going to the doctor for every little thing. And I know this is one thing that drives my mom crazy. When I get a headache, I do not go for the Tylenol bottle right away. I literally make sure I'm, I get enough water in first. I make sure that I've eaten healthy throughout the day. And if the headache doesn't subside and it does get to the point where it's unbearable and none of the normal remedies of um, hydration and everything else that comes along with maybe getting a headache um, work, then I'll go to a, a bottle and take a pill. But pills don't fix everything. They just yeah, hide the symptoms. So it's important. True. It's important to know this and learn this. And um, I know it's different and I know it's not what we're used to and what's happened over the last 20 years. And um, it's, I, yeah, I know. I think I, it's an interesting concept, what you're saying. And I think it is very difficult. I mean, it's, for me, I will reach for the the bottle and take ibuprofen or whatever I need, so I feel better faster. And I know that's just conditioned by the fact that we aren't used to feeling uncomfortable mm -hmm. because we don't have to because of the things that we are allowed in in the world now. With what you were saying, I think a lot of times, and I know I have, I get confused because there's so much information out there right there's so so many doctors like you can go to one doctor they'll say this you go to a different kind of doctor they'll say something else and for me I think that's a huge struggle is to find a doctor that trusts you and your body and your opinions but also knows how to more of a I guess I'm thinking uh, more of a holistic whole health person doctor that knows the everything about the body that can put the whole picture together because I think that's the important part that's a Instead functional medical having, doctor there you go see I knew you would know and, like you need somebody that knows that right so, I think. but also health coaches can help with that as well they can't diagnose they can't treat doctors diagnose mm -hmm. and treat um mm -hmm. when it's a serious serious ailment um but if you're not having energy and you're not and you're not um, able to sleep through the night and things like that, there's, mm -hmm. there's definitely ways to make the, that better without going to a doctor. If those ways don't work, then of course, go to a doctor. You always want to consult with a doctor, that a person that you trust. And yes, this is what we've been seeing in the news, and this is what happens in health and wellness industry. New studies come out every day, hundreds of them, <laughs> and it gets confusing. And, yes, it does. Um, one of the things I like to help my clients with is to learn their body, what their body mm. needs, how their body specifically functions, because 
everyone's different bioindividuality. We're all made up differently biologically. And um, until we get to learn our bodies and know what it needs and doesn't need, we're not able to help our doctors in guiding them with, with what's really wrong. So how do we do that? How does somebody go about doing that? Well, it takes time and it takes, I'm going to give you an example. Perfect. My son, he's very, very sensitive to sugars, even natural sugars from fruits. And condiments like ketchup have tons of sugar in it. He knows if he eats ketchup on something, he's going to have a crash, a sugar crash. And it's because from when he was a baby, he didn't get any. And then he tried it. And then it happened. Same thing with watermelon. He knows if he eats watermelon after a certain time in the day, he'll be up all night. Because mm. watermelon's one of the highest um, sugar content fruits out there. Mm. And now we think it's, well, it's a watermelon. It's a fruit. It's healthy. Yeah, it's, it's healthy. But for him, he can't eat it past 12 p.m. or he's up all night. Wow. Um, just like you know, if you drink a cup of coffee, some people drink a cup of coffee at 8 o'clock at night. They're not going to be able to sleep. But for me, mm-hmm. I'll fall asleep in a heartbeat. <laughs> Those are little things that you got to start paying attention to. Those are little things. Like my son would love to go trick-or-treating. But mm-hmm. he knew that if he ate the candy, it was going to make him feel sick. And it was going to make him hyper and then he'd crash and he didn't like that crash feeling. So he would, he would go trick-or-treating and give it to his sisters. And if they gave him something with peanut butter in it, he'd say, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. And give it back. (laughs) I just like trick-or-treating. He'd tell them. And this is before he was five years old. So if we could be like a kid and know what you like and don't like and what you feel good eating and what you don't feel good eating, um, and what makes you happy and, and what makes you feel good to the point where you forget to eat the things that feed your soul mm-hmm. and you start actually consciously paying attention to that stuff, you're on your way of learning your body. It's just, be, it's about being conscious and listening to our intuition and, and knowing that our intuition is right. It's there helping us. Yes. So it's, uh, yes. I feel like there are certain areas that I definitely know my body and other areas I really don't. But I think it's because it's one, I, I didn't know to do this when I was younger. It definitely wasn't taught to me. You know, you just eat to eat. You eat food because it's in front of you. So I think it's a, it's a concept that has developed and one that I think it's important for kids to learn. Um, and challenging all at the same time. It's, it doesn't have to be challenging. It really doesn't. It, 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 it comes to journaling, working with a coach, a life coach and or a health coach, because a life coach is going to ask you the questions to make you think deep and break those blocks. A health coach is going to do the same exact thing with the right training behind them. They're going to mm-hmm. ask you questions to go deep, to think, to remember, and to make changes. And hopefully our podcast makes you question things as well um but journaling is one of the best things you could do on your own and just write just write freely without any reservations without any 
um, thoughts that someone's going to read it with just put it out on paper so you could see it and then break it apart and reflect on it and make and see where the changes need to be made and make them. Sounds easy saying it. It takes time. <laughs> it takes emotion. It takes mindset. It takes a lot. And um, it's just been very overwhelming for me the last few weeks because I've been paying attention a lot to what's going around the country and what's going on with the coronavirus and everything that's going on. And I feel like a lot of people are living in uh, illusions of other people's beliefs rather than having conviction for their own beliefs and doing what's right for their own health and their family's health. And I know that's been an issue in our country and world forever and I know there's a lot of people that just don't know and not comfortable leaving their comfort zone and don't have the um, mindset or the openness to see other things because they weren't taught it and I get that so I'm hoping that for some crazy reason someone will listen to this and be like yes I hear what you're saying. <laughs> let's open the so, minds of everybody. <laughs> let's, let's do it. So so you're saying that it, it's what you're seeing is that people not having their own personal conventions for their own reasons, that they are just kind of taking somebody else's opinion because somebody said it, that they halfway respect. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cognitive, okay. Cognitive dissonance, I think it's called in psychology. Yeah, that is when you're doing something that in, internally you don't necessarily agree with. Exactly. Like, you're doing something and you have an excuse to why you're doing it and you're completely comfortable with it because you're not seeing more than what's right in front of you. Right. Pretty much is what it comes down to, I think. Yeah, and you're not... And I, I, I think you're, I think, or what I hear you saying as well is that people aren't willing to actually take a look at what they're saying. They're just accepting. So instead of actually challenging the thought that they're agreeing with, they're just agreeing and saying, yeah, you're right. Instead of taking a step back and looking, well, why do I believe this? Is it right to believe this? What do I really think about this? Right. And and back in the old days, I always go back to this. I really, really do. Our grandparents, grandparents went to the grocery store or to the farmer's market um, every day to get fresh food and make it um, because they didn't have the refrigerators we do today to hold the food and they didn't have the processed food back then to freeze it for the future. So mm-hmm. they ate very healthy and that those generations didn't have as much sickness as we have today. And when it comes down to it, the government a- approved the processed foods, the GMOs, Monticello, all of it um, for us to consume. And to not consume it, you have to make a conscious decision to pay for organic food or supplements. Yeah to give our bodies what it needs to flourish. And um, because there's lobbyists and activists and people, more and more people seeing how organic foods and fresh vegetables from local markets are so much 
better for themselves, they're doing it and they're, and they're eating it and they're providing it for their families. But there's so many people out there that feel like they can't provide that for their families because the processed food world and the non-organic world is so much cheaper, quote unquote, people say it's cheaper. I used to be one Mm -hmm. of those people. Um, (laughs) To eat the other way. And when it comes down to it is they made us sick, a sick society and a sick world. And a lot of the foods that we eat are not even allowed in the UK over in Europe at all. Oh, I, I know. And have you ever seen, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but have you ever seen, I forget where it is, but it's, um, they show what school kids eat in other parts of the world. Right. And it's in every other place in the world actually has food that they give their kids. Like it's, it's actually a vegetable and like a meal that you would get at home. And then you see the U.S. kids, it's tater tots, you know, hot dogs and all of this just crappy, crappy stuff. And that was very eye opening to me. Um, I knew that our school systems had, you know, a notorious reputation for just serving not healthy food. Um, but seeing what other people, other countries give their kids, like it's no wonder we have a high obesity rate. Right. It's exactly why we have a high obesity rate because mm-hmm. our fat cells are created to protect us from the toxins we're eating. All the chemicals they're putting into our foods to freeze them, to make them last longer, to ship them across the country, etc. Um we eat them, then our body doesn't know what to do with them. So it creates the fat cells to, to hold those toxins in to protect our bodies. Mm, wow. And that's why when diet soda was so popular and people were not losing weight and the aspartame in it, our bodies were creating fat cells to protect us from the aspartame, the, the, the sweeteners that they put in it to make it taste good. Because they have to do more chemicals in it to make it taste better. And that makes that is making the United States obese. It's making us sicker. All these autoimmune diseases that are that people have these days did not exist. Or they did, but they weren't as prominent back in the 1920s and 30s and 40s. It just didn't exist like it does right. today. And that's because they didn't have it the way they have it today. Um, we live in a fast-paced world. People want things of convenience and fast. There are healthy, convenient, fast foods available, but people go towards the cheaper version, the cheap, cheaper stuff. Yeah, I definitely think that's a component. You mentioned it earlier. It's the expense. And the, I think that the point that I like that you said, um, people think it's the cheaper version. It, but it's not in the long, like they not eating for your health or eating crappy food does not help you in the long run because it makes you get sick. So if you put, if you commit to eating healthy now, it will help you in the long run. I think that's a good perspective to have because well, health, it is more expensive. Health is um, an investment. It's an yes. asset. Your health is an asset. If you're thinking about it financially, health is an asset because yeah. With your health, you'll have more money to do more fun things. You won't be spending it at doctors and hospitals all the time. It just, it's an asset. It's a, it's, it's an investment. Invest in your health. 
And yeah. if it even just starts with doing happy, fun things, learning how to live a happy life and not even add the health part, the food part into it, it'll make such yeah. changes already. I'd like that. I, in, um, invest in your health. I love it. Look at it as an investment. Because for me, that automatically switched the way I was thinking about eating healthy. Think of it as an investment. I really like that a lot. I think we need to put that on the site as the mantra, as the site's mantra. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it would be fabulous to invest in yourself. Um, <clears throat> oh, and I finally, I while you were talking, my old brain finally uh, remembered the very beginning of the call with I couldn't remember. And it's compare and despair. <laughs> There you go. Compare and despair. So compare yourself to others and then it always causes misery, no matter what. Yeah. Always. So always, I know. Always, anyway, always. I, I just had to bring it up again because I because I did remember it and it was a, a fabulous moment for me because I remembered it. But you know, I think everything you're saying is absolutely right. And I think the mindset around it is always going to be challenging because we are used to the cheaper alternative. We have an, a palette for the cheaper alternative in a lot of ways. Um, and I also think that unless somebody models in your life, like eating for health and doing healthy activities and taking care of themselves on a physical level, that it's very difficult for kids to understand the concept just on their own because we all model what we see. So I think it's a very layered issue in our world. It's a very layered issue in our world, and advertisement doesn't help. You ever see those Mm -hmm. commercials for all the medications, and in the commercials, they're showing happy families playing together, doing fun things, but then they're talking about all the side effects the medication provides Mm -hmm. with that in the background. It's complete. It's a complete we've been <laughs> it was, that was just a sigh of like oh, yeah I, I know it's, like, it's a brainwash <laughs> it's advertisement brainwash like, oh. it's, it's yes. training us to think that we need to go to a doctor for every little thing and we yeah. and I'm not telling you not to go to the doctor I'm telling you to start making changes in your life and in your and your food habits so you don't have to go to the doctor so much that you could actually right. live life. So before we close our close out our podcast today, what would be, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, what would be the number one thing you would suggest for people who wanted to start investing in their health? Like what would be step number one? Step number one, find a, mm-hmm. find a life coach or a health coach to help you with the process. Now, I say that because it's, an, it's been around for years, and people think it's for rich people, but it doesn't have to necessarily be for rich people because it's an investment in your health. It's an investment in your life. And if you don't know how to make these changes on your own, get an expert to help you, someone that's been through it themselves and been trained to do it, who's been given the education and the knowledge to know how to do it. And if you don't, you're not ready to do that, start following some people that you admire and start seeing what they're doing in their life and, and try to add it to your life. 
listen to our podcast. Yeah. Take some of the suggestions yeah. we give in our podcast. Um, yeah. I mean, yes, there's tons of studies that come out every day. Yes, it's evolving. Yes, it's changing all the time, just like the coronavirus. But you could take pieces that will help you from these studies and from these different sites and these different doctors and these different health coaches and life coaches and use what works for you to make better changes for your life. This is your life. Nobody else's. They don't put their head on your pillow and go to sleep. You put your head on your pillow to go to sleep. What are you doing today to live your best life? I know. I, I love it. And I think that I, I say it all the time to my clients. No matter what you think, in everything that happens in your life, what you do with it and what you choose to do with it is, is your choice. It's not anybody else's. So I'm glad that you brought that up because it is 100%. It doesn't matter what your past has been. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. Starting today, you can make a change and do something different. You can make a choice. Because it is your life. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, so anything else you want to say before you wrap this up, Allison? I want everyone that follows us to join our Facebook community and continue these conversations and ask us questions and tell us what you want us to talk about on our podcast. We want to hear um, from you. We do. We want to hear from you. We want to know what your struggles are and how you've overcome them or where your your sticking point is and you need help overcoming them. If you need suggestions, if you need tips and tricks, we have it. Yes, and we post more information in our Facebook group than we do on our social media pages. So if you want to learn more from us, definitely go into our group. Have a great day. Bye.